This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, March 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Labor issues will intensify despite labor bill. Berry industry consolidates and Vilsack wants to boost CRP. Economist, labor bill won't fix long-term issues. Roland Famasi, head of the Robo Research Food and Agriculture Business for North America, says the Farm Workforce Modernization Act offers some short- and medium-term relief, but the overall labor pool is going to continue to diminish regardless of immigration policy, he explained. Fumasi speaking last week at the annual meeting of the California chapter of the American Society of Farm Managers and Rural Appraisers. Addressing the shortage will be, quote, all about technology advancements. He described these as changes in orchard architecture or in production practices that meet the technology industry halfway. All hands are on deck trying to figure these issues out, said Famasi, with tremendous partnerships between ag and the tech sector, as well as public and private sectors. With rising production costs, high-value berries dominate California industry. As California phases in its ag overtime law, growers have been cutting work hours 30% and hiring more H-2A guest workers to supplement the workforce. This has led to lower-value berries moving to other states as growers switch to strawberries, according to Hector Luan, CEO of Ryder Affiliated Companies, who also spoke at the Ag Appraisers meeting. It used to be that if you had the land, if you had the water, you could farm effectively almost any crop, said Luan. Today, we're having to be more selective. What are the crops that are going to do the best with the resources we have? As the state limits groundwater pumping, Luan says the penalties for overdrafting will be steep enough to put some growers out of business. He expected land values to start reflecting water quality and health, especially when this generates better yields and fetches top dollar in the market. One of the world's largest berry producers, Ryder is now focusing primarily on strawberries and blackberries in California and moving raspberry production to other states. In the week ahead, Biden announces infrastructure. President Joe Biden will announce his infrastructure plan this week during a trip to Pittsburgh. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on Fox News Sunday, this is the follow-up to the American Rescue Plan. What the American people will hear from him this week is the first step of his plan toward recovery, which will include an investment in infrastructure. Vilsack looks to boost CRP. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is considering ways to get more land taken out of production and enrolled in the Conservation Reserve Program. During an online appearance with the National Press Club, Vilsack said he wants to work with states and look at ways to increase CRP payments. Why it matters? Well, fewer than 20.8 million acres are currently enrolled in CRP, far short of the 25 million acre limit set by Congress for fiscal 21. Of that current acreage, 3 million is in contracts that are set to expire this fall. Another 4 million due to leave the program in 2022. Vilsack brought up the program in response to a question about what he wanted to address in climate change. I would hope in the near future that we would look for ways in which we might encourage farmers who have 
marginal land consider the possibility of utilizing that marginal land in the CRP program, he said. Vilsack said he wants to, quote, figure out ways to encourage states to work with us to look at innovations and creative ways to encourage more participation of the CRP program. He also said CRP payments should be high enough to get people to enroll in the program without distorting land markets. You can read our report on the challenges facing CRP at agripulse.com. Suez Canal blockage could have trade disruptions. The massive cargo ship lodged in the Suez Canal could send rippling trade disruptions for weeks. But it's a bigger problem for Europe and China than it is for the U.S., said Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director Mike Steenhoek. We do have a decent amount of freight that goes through the Suez Canal, but we do have more diversity to our supply chain when it comes to link Asia to the U.S., Steenhoek told AgriPulse. Most U.S.-bound freight from China crosses the Pacific Ocean or goes around the southern tip of Africa, Steenhoek says. Here's today's He Said It. It's a double whammy. That Rabobank's Roland Famasi describing how ag overtime is intensifying the labor shortage and disrupting the cost of labor. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, March 29th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.